Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing That Leads podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about 10 of the biggest blogging mistakes that you really need to avoid. So if you are thinking about starting a blog, you're maybe starting to think about how can you repurpose your evergreen content to a blog. So why are these mistakes really important? Blogging can be finicky. And if you do not get it right, you are just going to hinder your success and it's going to take longer for you to see results. And because SEO and blogging is going to naturally take longer to see results than something like Pinterest or something like social media, like Instagram, TikTok, you don't want to waste any of that precious time. So that is why I'm bringing this episode uh, to you today, because it is really important that you get things right from the start. And even if you have been blogging for a while, you've had a blog, you've been putting out content, maybe you've been repurposing your YouTube videos or podcast episodes, this is still going to be really helpful because you may be able to pick up some just little mistakes that you can stop doing ASAP and then you'll have a better results. Mistake number one. All right, mistake number one is not thinking about your website like a spider web. So this is something that I actually teach in Blog Traffic Machine and I also set up for my clients in my VIP day, Blog That Leads. I'll leave the link to both of those down below. But this is one of the most important things to start off with when actually creating your blog and website strategy. You want to think of your website like a spider web and you know how a spider web, every piece is connected to something else. And that's what your website and your blog content should also be doing. So if someone lands on a particular page or a particular blog post, you don't want them to be like, well, I've got nowhere else to click. Like, what do I do now? You want to tell them what to do next, whether that is maybe reading another relevant blog post that could be downloading your lead magnet. It could be checking out your digital product, your course. Maybe it is signing up to a event that you have or signing up to a masterclass, whatever that next step is, it needs to be clear for your ideal client when they do land on your website and your blog content. That is mistake number one, not thinking about your website as a spider web because otherwise you're just going to be creating a lot of dead ends and that ain't good. (laughs) That ain't good for your ideal client, but it's also not good for your SEO strategy. Mistake number two is not knowing your ideal client and what they need. So one of the biggest things that you can do here in order to find this information out, and let me just preface this, is this is not just like when you fill out an ideal client avatar and you, you know, think about, you know, where's your client at? And what could they be doing in the weekends? Like this is not that, right? If you want to create a really strong blog strategy, 
you actually need to know the exact words that your ideal clients are typing in to search bars like Google and uh, Pinterest as well is really helpful. You want to know exactly what they are typing because if you know that information, you will be able to basically serve up the content that they need on a platter. So you need to be doing what's called SEO research. So you need to find out the exact search terms that your ideal client is typing into Google. And once you know that information, oh my gosh, you are just off to the races. So I actually hopped on my Instagram story this past weekend and I was uh, showing that in the weekend I spent about two and a half hours and I was just doing SEO research and that whole like span of two and a half hours. I love SEO research. I know I'm a geek, but that's what I like to do in my spare time. Anyway, I did some SEO research and I came up with 102 search terms that my ideal client is using in Google. And what that means is 102 blog post ideas, 102 podcast ideas, 102 email ideas. And these ideas I know are going to bring me results because I know that my ideal client is actually wanting to know this information because Google and my keyword research tool told me. All right, mistake number three is actually being too broad. So writing about too many broad topics and not hyper-focusing on just a couple of things. So this is really, really important if you are just starting out, especially you do not want to create broad content. You actually want to be very specific. Okay, so let me give you an example of this. So let's say that you were a podcast strategist and you help people to grow their podcast or to like start out. So a really broad topic is like how to podcast or how to grow your podcast. But what if you could actually create some content that is really hyper-specific on maybe like one question that your ideal client might be wondering? So a more specific topic that you could create blog content on could be something like, what should I name my blog title? So a blog post could be how to name your podcast or like how to name your podcast episodes. And then another example of this could be something like instead of how to grow your podcast, maybe it is how to grow your podcast with Pinterest or how to grow your podcast with Instagram stories. So you're just giving it a little bit more like a of specifics, I guess, so that the blog post is not so broad. And you want to go specific because otherwise you're going to be competing against a lot of other bigger websites who have a lot of lot more authority and have been around longer than you. And so that's why it's really important to definitely focus on these specific topics, especially when you're just starting out. Because I have been a blogger for like 12 years at this point, with my websites, I have a lot of authority and that means that I can basically talk about whatever I want. I can go for broader topics because I have that authority and I'm not competing against like much bigger places because I am already a bigger website. Anyway, that is number three, being too broad. All right, so mistake number four is actually not linking to anything. So we talked about this a little bit and uh, number one is, you know, not having a website like a spider web. But when it comes to like specific blog posts, you want to make sure that within your blog posts, you are linking to at least a couple of other blog posts that are relevant. For example, let's say that my blog post was about 
how to grow your podcast with Pinterest, then maybe another relevant blog post that I had could be something around like how to create Pinterest content or how to create Pinterest boards or how to create a Pinterest account, right? Everything is kind of linked together. And if someone is on a blog post, you are helping them to and giving them another like next step. So a question that I always ask and I get my clients to ask when they are creating a blog post is where to next. Once someone has gone through even just half of the blog post, where to next? If someone has read the whole blog post, where to next? I think this is a really great question to ask yourself for every blog post, but not even just blog posts, you can use this for pages as well. Where to next? Number five is not optimizing your blog post. Now, if you are not optimizing your blog post, you are missing out on such big traffic. And I optimize 99% of my blog posts. If you are not doing this, you are majorly missing out. I do not put a blog post up on my website unless it's optimized. Now, there is a slight like 1% that I don't do this for, for blog posts that maybe are like personal stories, or something where I just want to write a blog post about like more connection based, but you should be optimizing nearly every single one of your blog posts. So you need to learn about SEO. If you haven't learned about SEO, get on it. Honestly, it's a lot simpler than people think. And I teach you this inside of Blog Traffic Machine, but also with my VIP day, I actually create an SEO strategy for you. So if you don't feel too too strong with your SEO or you don't know anything about it then definitely go apply for the blog that leads VIP day where I will actually take four podcasts or YouTube episodes that you have I'll repurpose them into four 2000 word optimized blog posts as well as create a SEO and content plan for you for the next three months and a website framework. So you are ready, set, go when it comes to your blog. So if that sounds good to you, definitely click the link below and apply now because spots are limited. I only do one VIP day per month. So definitely apply if you feel like that fits you. Number six is not having a content plan. So when it comes to actually putting out content, there is actually a strategy that you should know about. It's not just putting out blog posts like willy-nilly on lots of different topics one after another. You actually want to hyper-focus on one topic, publish that content, and then move on to another topic and then publish that content. Publishing random topics on like alternate weeks is probably not going to actually help you. So this is something that I do talk more about with my clients, but there is actually an order in which you should publish your content for the fastest results. Now, I'm not saying that you won't get results if you do publish a lot of like random topics each week. However, if you want faster results, then this is something that you definitely want to think about. And of course, who doesn't want faster results? Because obviously that is going to give you a much better ROI when it comes to your blog content. Number seven is publishing and forgetting. So if you simply publish a blog post and you never have a look at it again, you are doing something wrong. Okay, here's a secret from the blogging industry. So I am connected with a lot of bloggers from around the world who are some very, very successful and run six, seven-figure blogs. And something that we all have in common is we're not just putting out new content, we're actually updating the content that we already 
have because Google loves relevant, up-to-date blog posts. So part of our strategy at Anita Dykstra HQ is actually we publish new blog posts, but we actually update the same amount of blog posts per week. So updating blog posts should be a strategy that you learn and do consistently because that is where the real results come in if you've been blogging for a while. So I would say if you have had a blog for maybe three to six months already, you need to be going back through some of the blog posts that you have published, checking where they are ranking on Google and asking yourself, okay, how can I make this piece of content even more valuable if it hasn't reached page one? Or if it's like at the bottom of page one, you want to ideally get to one of the first spots on Google. And ideally, you want the first result because that is going to bring the most amount of traffic. Number eight is simply pasting a podcast or YouTube transcription as a blog post. Now, if you're not a podcaster or YouTuber, then this won't be relevant for you. However, if you are a podcaster or YouTuber and you have been simply copying and pasting your transcription and then not seeing results, there is a reason for that. No one wants to read a transcription, end of. People want a little bit of formatting and a little bit of structure when they read something. And if you're just simply pasting a transcription, it's not going to be valuable to your reader and you're not going to rank on Google because Google loves for your content to be valuable for their customers. So instead of just publishing a transcription, you should be asking yourself, all right, how can I format this and structure this so that it looks really juicy to my ideal client and you know urges them to read further and click on other things? Because what happens is that someone might land on your blog post, but they click right out because they're just seeing a block of text and it just doesn't look sexy. So you want to try and avoid that. Number nine is not having a good workflow. Now, what happens when you do not have a good process when it comes to starting a blog post or even just like the SEO research stage to actually finishing and publishing the blog post and updating? Then that's when you're not consistent because once you have a really good workflow when it comes to your blog content and how everything is going to work together, and how it relates to other pieces of content that you're creating in your business, then it's much easier to stay consistent because you have a good flow. And this is especially true if you have a team, because if you are doing things manually, if things are a little bit like off track and no one knows what they're doing and when, then it just gets a little bit messy and things get overwhelming and things take more time. And then you think, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. It's taking too much of my time. When if you just had a workflow in place, things would be very simple from A to B. So have a good workflow in place because that is how you're actually going to stay consistent and produce content for the long run for the next, you know, six to 12 to two years. Because when it comes to blog content, you need to keep putting out content because that is how you're going to see results. And that's how Google will see you as an authority if you have lots of really valuable content on your topics and in your industry you know producing blog content is a must but you need to do this over a long period of time and so you need this workflow in place for my workflow I do everything in Asana Asana is a project management system I highly recommend it it's such a great platform and it is very simple to use actually so 
I highly recommend Asana if you haven't checked it out already. And the last mistake that I have for you is using only one keyword per blog post. Now, let me explain. For every blog post, you should have one main keyword, which will be your focus of the blog post. However, within your content, you can actually rank for more than one keyword. I have blog posts that rank for hundreds of keywords and which means that I am ranking for multiple different phrases and I'm bringing in even more traffic because just think about it for a second. There are lots of different ways to say one thing. And so if you can insert more than one keyword into your blog post, that is going to give you better results over time. Definitely have one main keyword, which will be your focus of your blog post but then insert these secondary keywords, it's called, throughout your content. And soon you'll be able to rank for more than one keyword per blog post, more traffic, more money at the end of the day. If you are a podcaster or a YouTuber, I think you're going to be really interested in my VIP day blog that leads. So this VIP day is actually for established coaches and course creators who have either a podcast or a YouTube channel and are ready to have it SEO optimized into blog posts. If you are ready to generate leads on autopilot for years to come and show up on page one of Google, I'm going to leave the link below to apply. Within this VAP day, you get so much bang for your buck. So first of all, I'm going to create both a blog and SEO strategy for you. You will get four 2000 word optimized blog posts that are going to be repurposed from your podcast or your YouTube channel. You'll get a simple and clear SEO plan of action so you and your team will know exactly how to optimize future content and what content you should be creating for the best SEO results. You'll also get an SOP template for your team so that your team knows exactly how to execute on content in the future, as well as my blog traffic machine course so that you or your team can go through that and learn deeper about ways to improve your content in the future. And finally, by the end of the day, you will receive all of that goodies, as well as a video walkthrough on how to plug and play the blog post that I create for you into your website platform. I know that you have been putting off repurposing your podcast episodes or some of your YouTube content, and maybe that's due to a lack of time or you feel really overwhelmed, but the truth is, is that you really needed a blog like yesterday. So imagine having one month's worth of SEO optimized blog content that you can just copy and paste on your website that is going to attract your ideal clients for years to come done in just one day and that's exactly what I do for you. So if that interests you and it feels good to you then click the link below and you can apply and there are limited spots. I only do one VIP day per month so if you want to get on this you need to go apply ASAP. That's it for today's episode. I hope you liked learning about the 10 biggest blog mistakes you need to avoid and if you are doing any of of these mistakes, don't worry, you can fix them. It's not like life threatening or anything. I hope you learned something today and come connect with me on Instagram. Let me know how you like this episode and I will speak to you in the next one.